1: This episode of the Terra Scottish Football Podcast. My name is Craig Fowler, and I'm joined on this occasion by Craig G. Telfer. <laughs> Hello there. And Gary Cocker. Even. Usually, when Craig G. Telfer's on, it's a lower league special. Now, this isn't quite that case tonight, but it will be next season when Dundee are in the Championship.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, a sick burn.
1: I was <laughs> an odds and sods
2: tonight. I think this will be the third podcast I've appeared on with Gary. When was it? Your old flat in that sort of
1: big building? First. Uh, what? Uh, All one the. All the. Nope, road. Yeah, an old hospital was Yeah, an old like hospital the old somewhere.
0: Abandoned hospital Yeah, yeah. It
1: wasn't abandoned It was a hotel Abandoned
2: hotel Abandoned, or hotel. abandoned hotel And right. then there was the one We did at Craig Kearns' house That we got in trouble for the end of season one.
1: Uh oh, well, yeah You, you deservedly were in trouble All of you
0: Oh, yeah We've got an
1: entire We've cast group You were the one That was in least trouble, Craig Because you hadn't Done one before Gary and Graham Had been on two years in a row And had also Specifically said Specifically said To do the, the Favourite Moment Award
0: We were giddy High on we the joys see, of Scottish football sound
2: Was that what was we were going to say, LCD sound system? But yes it was that, Yeah, Aye, yeah. So, but this, The favourite moment yeah. is just cutting into our, our, time, our time drinking I'm, I'm sure that the, the dozens of people that were listening to it And were looking out for it um, we, yeah, If
1: you can hang on to five months We'll see you then <laughs> We'll be sure to mention it Right, uh, let's begin with uh, the latest from Hamilton Um uh, we won't talk about Martin Cannon in a second Because Joel and I covered it on the Patreon on Tuesday after, Right after it happened uh, But Cannon's gone And in his place they've brought Brian Rice As the new head coach And also changed the set of the club Where they're now going to have a director of football Which is Alan McGonagall
2: <laughs> Right, oh jinx That name brings a press and a buzzer Alan McGonagall was briefly just, in
0: charge of Berwick Rangers It makes me think of that Simpsons episode with McGonagall <laughs> <laughs>
2: You've got to do this for me Billy McGonagall <laughs> Well McGonagall, Billy's <laughs> <but he's> dead! <laughs> he slid stone from ear to ear!
0: Hey, I'm
1: trying to eat. So just that conversation about that, around signings. You know, yeah.
2: Alan McGonagall was very briefly in charge of Berwick Rangers uh, a, a decade or so ago. He had done quite well in junior football and he had a string of post offices. I think his most recent job was at Bowness. Right, okay. Uh I quite I the that, promotion. I, mean, I don't know what his knowledge of Cypriot football is, <laughs> where most of Hamilton Aki's source of job is from. But good luck to him. I think I read your piece in the Scotsman today about the 61 um, pl- players that, that Martin Canising. I know it's a meme that I refer back to uh, a lot, but uh, Norm Macdonald at the YouTube Awards <laughs> reading out this list, this list that absolutely nobody's like, all the stars are here. That is exactly what it reminded me of. I was reading through this. I literally like, the, the first one was like The star David Templeton I know who David Templeton is And the further down The more confused I got You ever seen Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory yes. You know that they've got The massive contract in the wall And then just the further They go down The writing becomes More and more obscure That's what it was like Reading this, l- this bunch of uh, Jawors If any team needed a director of football It
0: is uh, it was The one that had me giggling Was Kieran mon <laughs> He signed
1: for the summer never heard of him Never heard of him <laughs> He's never played I looked at his um, um, Transfer market Like gives you Because um, it's kind of like Soccer base It's kind of spelled yeah. out in that, But it includes uh, Non-appearances And basically whether They're on the bench or not ah, And his yeah. was like a block Of 20 odd fixtures And it just had Not in squad Not in squad And then it got down To about uh, December time And then it had On the bench for Five in a row and then it went back To not in Must have
2: been working hard In training
1: then How many uh, These guys had Wikipedia pages um, oh, I didn't. I didn't look at that because I looked through most of them through soccer base. There most, was, of them, most of them, but not all of them <laughs> like soccer base played It's a good start. Yeah,
0: but the um, the thing that I enjoyed the most about Brian Rice is well, there's a few things that I really enjoyed <laughs> about his appointment. I think my favourite one was St Mirren announcing it before Hamilton did.
2: Uh, he would have been one of the last people there as well from Alan Stubbs's whole. But yep. I'm sure there's only one, it's Cody Cook, me and a guy at work, my, my friend at work me Thomas. I think he is the only. Paul McGinn
1: still there. And Paul McGinn still there, I beg your pardon. Paul McGinn's a player player. The, 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 the part so, yeah. good one. <laughs>
0: but if you have a look at uh, Rice's record, it it just makes me think of Tommy Craig in so many ways, Disappointment. But if you have a look at what he said, he's been the assistant at uh, Greenock Morton mm-hmm. with Ian McCall, then went to Airdrie with him. Um, and then he then went to Falkirk. Um, John Hughes, stayed, that yeah, side, stayed there. When John Hughes uh, came along, and he was his sort of sidecar, the um, mutley to his Dick Dastardly, <laughs> if you will. Uh, at Falkirk, Kips and Inverness stayed there. Friend Richie Foran was appointed, right, um, and then obviously went to Murin with subs, uh, and then stayed there again. Yeah. So people seem to like keeping him on after they get rid of.
2: I just thought it was They're really managers. funny. It's, I know we were kind of joking about this in the group chat earlier, but it, it looked as though his his daughter had gone missing, and he was appealing for information. <laughs> you know, he was he was flanked by CID officers. Listen, Debbie, you know we're not angry with you. We just we, we just want to know. Me and your mum, Mitchell We just want to know you're okay. Like, <laughs> nobody looks happy. <laughs> nobody like Ian Boswell in, in particular <laughs> looked really perturbed.
0: There was there was also. Um, Somebody who said online something like, you know, Hamilton have announced this in the same way that your mum puts holiday photos on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Which I really appreciated, um, because there was just a whole load of photos, and some of them were repeating themselves as oh, well. <laughs>
2: um, Hamilton Aki, so I mean, I, I know that there's a couple of younger guys that, that do their social media, and that's certainly more progressive. But I think uh, certainly the old guard that are in charge of their social media account, um, a lot of the stuff in there is really like, you're, like when your dad accidentally opens the camera round the wrong way. <laughs> <Pictures of his laughs> face. Uh, plus, plus three. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> What what were we expecting then from from Brian Rice?
1: Um, Well he did say in his interview today To Aki's uh, social media account That he wants to play more attacking football He wants the local community to be proud of their team And to come out and enjoy their football But obviously he then threw in the caveat of Of course there's going to be teams in this league That are better than us And we'll we'll have to stay tight and hit them on the (laughs) counter-attack What would that be, every team in the league?
0: (laughs) The 5-2-1-2 is coming back
1: (laughs) Yeah so... Interesting to see, we'll both, Gary and I, will both be at uh, Hamilton on Saturday. Yes, we will. Uh, as the host Dundee. Who, who else was in the, That oh, we'll come on Dundee in a second. who else was in the frame for the job? You know, it well, doesn't does really seem like, I'd be surprised they, if there was really anybody, because it was like kind of paper talk, but considering how quickly they got in rice after, because he was pretty much announced that he was going to get the job in, what, a day and a half after Cannon left? i yeah. So they must have had them in mind beforehand, they surely couldn't have. It's like sifted through all the candidates in that part but it had the, the list of the Suicide Squad list we looked <laughs> <laughs> really was just, what was it Barry Ferguson uh, Alex Ray uh, Paul Hartley Paul Hartley God um, there was one more Massimo um, Donati and Mark McGee McGee might have been okay was for was Ham- Donati somebody said as well when he was in the open
2: goal interview with Cy Ferry he said that the reason he went to Hamilton in the first place was so he could get involved with the coaching with the aim of becoming Manager. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's... Yep,
0: you got the one. Uh, there was
1: also... They were linked with the manager who is abroad. Uh, I can't remember his name now. Stuart Baxter. <laughs> no. Thanks, <laughs> <like> Stuart Weir. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jim Goodman. Right. Who was a manager? Oh, I can't remember his cool. name. Now. But they did say, we've,
0: you know, we've had applications or we've had notes of interest. And they were listening, you know, from France, Germany, Italy... I think they've just looked at the world map and just went, Let's just pick a few of these countries. <laughs>
1: Those are just the VLs worldwide that send their C V into any job application because they're very
0: good at yeah, football, football managers. Manager, I mean, yeah, yeah. They'll
2: screenshot the, the the stuff for diminishing returns in terms of likes. I suppose I'll ask you guys I don't I've not watched a lot of the premiers yet, but what do what does Brian Rice need to do uh, to to get Hamilton
1: <laughs> 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 if he wants to play good football He's only got uh, By my count Four hours left To buy about Ten players From good well, football Alan
0: McGonagall Will be uh, Identifying yeah, the yeah, players yeah, hi, He's uh, got four hours so. yeah. um, I think One of the problems is Both uh, St Mirren and Dundee Have signed a lot of Players A lot of players um, And they'll be Totally different Prospects Whereas Hamilton Seem to be Rest on the basis that Martin Canning um, did not get the most out of his charges, and they maybe think that yeah. Brian Rice can.
1: I'm not even entirely sure that Canning didn't. Canning maybe deserved to go as a kind of punishment for uh, for how bad the team was assembled this year. But I'm not even entirely sure that he wasn't getting the most out of them because there's not a whole lot there to work with. They don't really have any wingers. Uh are not going to make creative midfielders. Andrew helps, but it depends whether he's. he's still he the same good.
2: player. That,
0: he's his...
1: any good, Tony Andrew. I'd, I don't um, really liked him. Um, he was still, yeah. I mean, obviously, he was brilliant line. He was in. He had, last time he was at Hamilton.
0: He had quite a serious injury was yeah, it last season, did. which. And it's not and he's 30 clear. now as well.
1: So yeah. they signed uh, Steve, Steve Davies, a uh, striker for down south. He could. Possibly be a decent sign. I think Michael Miller's Is a good player Who uh, a better manager Might get the most out of But there's <laughs> Not a whole lot there, there, there were were rumours Kind of expansive Attack in football
0: There were rumours That a few teams Were looking at Kilgallen Who's one of their Better performers um, yes. So hold on to him Would help um, mainly because whatever is beneath that is not something that anybody really wants to be looking at.
1: Punting Tom Tom Tyle would maybe help as well. Is there any good young players there at Hamilton? Because I know that, that that
2: is certainly that's what the Aki's. You go back to them starting with McCarthy and MacArthur.
1: There was ones that sort of kicked off the perception that Hamilton are very good I at bringing through young players. It seems to have dried up this season. Like, Ferguson, obviously came through last year, was very good, but I don't think there's been anybody who's even played, or even if they have, has kind of particularly stood out this campaign. Right, so let's um, move on from Hamilton to the Scottish Cup. Yeah, We talked about it, Hamilton playing Dundee this weekend, and Dundee are coming into the game off the back of a senile defeat away to Queen of the South.
0: But you know what? It's totally fine. Do you want to know why? Because Jim McIntyre has just thrown his toys out of the pram and signed an entirely new team. So... What happened in midweek does not matter anymore.
2: Can we talk about it anyway? No, 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 no. We absolutely cannot.
0: Um, yeah, it we, was. We had down at the match. Thankfully, I was not. No, um, I was uh, captain sensible. Looked at the weather warnings. Um, mm-hmm. Looked at the team uh, and realised <laughs> that it would perhaps not be sensible. Um, it was a Stephen doby hat trick. So that's him up to thirty-seven goals. Yeah. For the season now Um, So that's a wild return He was definitely helped By the defence Before
2: we talk The the first goal That he scored was I mean I I imagine like yourselves We watched a sports scene Last night And and saw the wee bump For the Terrace TV show Afterwards as well But we'll come on to that In a second But I mean Stephen Dobby's goal First goal in particular Was stunning I mean The guy just he is probably the more, One of the most Likeable players In, in Scotland. I love watching him play Albeit <laughs> uh, On the internet But I love The way he's two-footed You know The, the sort of how, how brave How confident he is in the ball And Tyrell Tells it two players That he skinned Before cutting in and then just melting it with his left foot right into the top corner. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things like how it's sort of like you did not expect yeah. that sort
0: so of we, thing coming. The warning signs were there for Dundee when I saw the team line up because I was desperately trying to work out what we were going to do. Because uh, I think Woods must have picked up an injury because he wasn't in the squad at all. So we decided that instead of uh, playing Glen Kamara, who it looks as if we're not going to sell to Rangers, so they oh. shouldn't need to worry about cup tying him. We uh, <laughs> we thought and said that it would be a great idea to put Darren O'Dee in centre midfield. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's in a way, it's quite uh, clever tactics from Jim McIntyre because he's managed to unlock the sort of the little extra kitty that John Nelms has been keeping for new players by going, Darren O'Dea in centre mid. That's what I was reduced to, for the love of God. Um see so yeah, the first goal was, I mean, Innes should have probably been a bit tighter to him, but you can't really argue with the finish. Second goal, however, and the third goal, um, second goal. We uh, had a free kick, so Dieng took the free kick short to Innes, who gave it back to him, who gave it back to Innes. And at this point, Innes just sort of gently sclaffed it along the ground. I
2: was watching the highlights last night, and unfortunately this is something that uh, Stephen Thompson ended up pointing out on sports So I didn't steal this from Stephen Thompson. It's when they were sort of giving the ball back to one another, where there was was, at that point no real pressure on them. You're sort of looking at Innes and saying... You, why go? The, why are you not uh, going, Why you not playing it forward? Why are you not mm-hmm. take, dribbling and and, and playing into midfield instead of abdicating responsibility uh, to your goalkeeper?
0: This was, I say, was the problem within us because he's been sent back today to Crystal Palace. Um, the problem with him was that he, Jim McIntyre does very, not suffer.
1: I very much enjoyed the Dundee fan going on the Crystal Palace forum <laughs> to berate them. Yeah. If he give you Julian Spoorie about fifteen years ago <laughs> and in the time, you give us this absolute huddy Because
0: if you look at him, it's it's that classic. um Player that you get on loan From down south Which is He's 6 foot 4 mm-hmm. You know He's really built um, And he looks tidy enough On the ball And you think Oh you know, this could actually be uh, You know Quite a good capture And he played for Crystal Palace In the Carabao Cup Right Just before he came on loan So you know There was talk that maybe He's about to break into the first team Thinking Oh this could really Solve it But he gave away A shocking penalty um, Against Motherwell At the weekend He'd previously given away a stupid penalty to Celtic um a while back. I'm sure there's another mistake I've forgotten. But this one was just appalling and he was hooked right away. Was that, after that, it after
2: I saw he was taken off after thirty thirty minutes? Was he injured or was it? No,
0: it was just literally get out of my team. Um a bit of a Peggy Mitchell from Jim McIntyre <laughs> go on get out of my team. Um and that then meant he um McIntyre put on Callum Moore, who's a young centre mid uh, and put O.D. D. back right. in centre uh in central defence, um, but from that point on, it looked totally lost. If you uh, have a look at the highlights and if you read what was happening, it seemed as if Dundee started off brightly, sort of for the first ten minutes, and then just totally fell away. Um,
2: Kisunga's error was was worse. I know. I remember I was speaking to you that, uh, about this last night, and you said in uh, isolation it's worse, but in, worse, but in context, and um, this was worse. But I, think I look at Kisungas and watching it, he's got I think it was Lyndon Dykes is, is right on top of him yeah. Stephen Dobby is sort of jogging and basically closing down the yeah, angle yeah just a between pencil him. movement okay, yeah. a pencil so what does he do he passes it to <laughs> Stephen Dobby <laughs> <laughs> basically who basically who, who just takes it around the goalkeeper for a very good finish as well because it's at a tight angle but it's like
0: he's on the byline just you know
2: boost it out I just kick it or just yeah. tap out. your tap out for a yeah. tap out for a throw
0: um, the thing about Kasunga is he's capable of Pulling off excellent performances As he did against Hearts um, The previous midweek But he's also capable of massive brain farts like that And a lot of his mistakes have come When he's been on the right side of defence And he's been put under pressure To pass it back He made a similar mistake against Air United In the League Cup I'm sure there's been a few others as well yeah. um, you, He doesn't you, really cope with being put under pressure If you
2: if you were watching that You would think that Kasungo's one on the attack And those are the full-back and covering defender <laughs> <laughs> go him than
0: So the he's trying to juggle mean. it um, So no, that was It was an absolutely appalling performance It's no surprise we've uh, been out of the cup for so long um, One of my uh, friend's Pulled together a spreadsheet of all of Dundee's exits from the Scottish Cup since uh, his birth in 1980. Doesn't make for pleasant reading. There were five years in a row Dundee were knocked out by United. Um, there's obviously been a few Where it's been the old firm Which is a bit more You're not talking now,
2: Gretna Was that the year Gretna That was
0: too, the final
1: against Yes
2: Hart,
0: yeah. it was You know,
2: We did that Marriott saying That fans yep. about a bit of
1: As well wasn't it Yeah
0: So um, Dun- Dundee 19-10 never again Yeah we're just not really Made for the cup um, A few fans did overreact and The same fans Who were digging out The passports uh, After the Tynecastle game Were the ones um, Said oh that's it Just liquidate us now <laughs> After being in the seventh But the, the fact is we're just a pretty shit bottom six team fighting relegation. relegation um, and we're going to probably slip up against championship teams once in a while.
1: <laughs> there you go. So there we go.
0: All right, really so positive message. Let's
1: go to one of the other games of the Scottish Cup. That was Stennis 1, Aberdeen 4. A bit of a damp squib after the tremendous result at Pataudry, fair to say. Aye. The, the guy I do the tannoy with sort of described it as uh,
2: getting a... A second date with someone that you actually quite fancy But the date turns out to be pretty shite Because we're 3-0 down at half time I was watching the match Obviously we'd agreed to come on the podcast uh, Before the, mat- the, the match was announced So I was looking out to see if there's any, anything for this game That we can talk about And do you know something? There isn't a lot to, to talk about in the to, game
1: To further that analogy Is uh, the goal that you got back like a sympathy handy before, before you part ways? So I don't know how many 4 1, the equivalent of 4 1
2: dates, there was absolutely no. Uh, <laughs> I basically had a pat on the shoulder. <laughs> that, 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 no, no um, Colin McMenamin came out after the match and sort of, uh, he said he takes responsibility for the way that he set the team up. It was a sort of 4 5 1, basically, like, it was like a 4 5 0 1, because Mark McWigan was just really, really isolated up top and pretty much right from the first kick of the ball Aberdeen were right on top of Stenhouse and they, they scored three goals in, uh, in, in the first half the first one was Scott Wright who's now obviously go, going to Dundee Scott Wright ever played FIFA when the other person stops playing and it's actually the, the, play, the players all become statuesque it actually becomes quite difficult to dribble round them <laughs> it was sort of like that where, where he dribbled through our players and he teed it off to Niallam again who, who scored there was actually a good finish Um, Greg Stewart got pulled down for for the penalty which Sam Cosgrove converted and then Stewart himself Stewart's goal was actually very very good very good like the way a lovely body swerve to get away from the defender and he sort of like a chipped finish over um, over, uh, Graham Smith the second And, and that's at halftime We were sort of just thinking pff, You know what This this has been a, a damn score The best bit in the whole match actually The halftime draw was made by Terry Christie Miller Matheson Peter Godfrey Ewan Donaldson George McGeeky the, the manager and players Who beat Aberdeen in 1995 The club uh, put on hospitality for them Which is a really nice touch So it was great to see them there uh, But the second half We gave it a bit more of a go In the second half But like Aberdeen weren't trying as hard But By that point the only two bits that Stennis we had in the game: Mark Ferry hit a shot from thirty-five yards that Joe Lewis pushed over the crossbar, and then from the corner, Andy Munro scored from. And for a brief moment, you're thinking, "Oh, jeez, well, I don't know if he could. You see if we get the next goal? Maybe. I guess we'll see what happens." <laughs> but then, um, God, God, loving Rory Donaldson headed the ball into his own net inexplicable. I've never seen anything like it. He, it was a uh, Greg Stewart just basically as a floaty cross to the back post. Donaldson tried to put it out for a corner but instead bulleted a header <laughs> off, the, off the underside of the crossbar and over the net. And it was just, even Shea Logan went up to him and sort of like just said, unlucky mate. Uh, so at that point it was 4-1. The best thing I'd use to describe Aberdeen's performance is, is, is very professional. I think they treated Dennis Muir with a lot of respect, particularly in the first half when they really went for it. And having watched Dennis Muir back-to-back, we beat we beat Airdrionians 1-0 on Saturday and then played on Tuesday night and just... Playing in the in in League One and late latterly League Two last season, you don't see teams as good as Aberdeen played and it's just the step up in quality is, is a massive difference you've got centre backs that are everyone's comfortable on the ball a lot of the time when we played Deirdre somebody gets in the ball boom it gets hit straight along. Mm-hmm. there's no thought put into it even if they're in space just get put long you've got you had um, uh, I was Andy Considine and Tommy Hoban were, were playing and they were comfortable just taking the ball dribbling to defence playing forward passes into guys feet guys who have got players around them that, that want the ball, will take the ball in. Um, you'd get Scott Wright's a very fast player, uh, Niall McGinn very skillful, Greg Stewart's very skillful, Sam Cosgrove. Remember seeing him uh, we went to the League Cup final against Celtic and didn't think anything on. but when you see against the steady players, he looks like a bloody Roman centurion. <laughs> you know, he's just a he's just a, a, a big lump of a guy. Um and you know something? I remember go back to an interview I did with Mick Dunlop on the Pele podcast. He played an Albion Rovers team that drew with Rangers, at Ibrox and we spoke a lot about that game because it was a massive achievement for a team like Albion Rovers to to draw with with Rangers. But then we asked him about the second leg, and he's where Rangers won. He's like, ah, you know, you know what? You get you get one chance to, mm-hmm. to to beat these teams. You get one chance, and if you don't take it, the big teams won't let the same thing happen twice. If you're going to line up Defensively against them They'll be savvy to They've got more time To prepare the team And, yeah. and to, to work together. Look at it. what you
1: did The first game And, and figure out ways around Aye, them. exactly I would love to see a,
2: Where a, There's a big team And a wee team It gets taken to a replay How often The wee team Actually Comes to get like, mm-hmm. comes through the Signals I can't imagine It would be that often Even Aberdeen won't learn Much from it They've got a, a decent Draw against Queen of the South Up next A home draw against Queen of the South Next yeah. Uh, Stennisville plays Stranard at the weekend and I think one of the big problems for Stenny is they they had very, very limited numbers at the moment. They had five players and they couldn't make any subs didn't make any substitutions. They had five players on the bench and not one of them was even was, was ever close to getting on the pitch. And I say as well Jesus Garcia Tena might be one of the worst Warriors signings I can think of because we're talking about Brian and another centre back as well. The guy's fallen so far out of the picture. You're playing right backs at centre back instead of him just to keep him out there out of the team, so a bit pointless, but eh, you know what, a wee bit a wee bit of money spinner and we might be able to who knows when we're recording this podcast on a Thursday night, if we bring in another player I I I don't know. I don't know. But it was the the probably the best thing about the whole match was just seeing Oakleview View packed because Aberdeen brought a really good crowd. They've completely packed out the trice road end. Um, the, the the stand was full And there was fans Behind the, the other goals And it's great to see Oak like that You know it was a bright You know a bright cold night And, and everyone was really up for it And I think Because the romance Of the fixture from 1995 it's just a shame That the, the match Didn't really live up to it
1: Last Scottish Cup game Not a replay But uh, a game that was played After the first one Was postponed Was Townby Against Rangers Rangers won 3-1 We're seeing half time Anything to add about this
2: uh, no, no, not really. I, I'm, only go, I'm only going by the highlights. So what I would say though about Rangers is that in the second half, they looked really, really sloppy. Really, really sloppy. Yeah, Gerard's th-
1: still, um, despite. I know they made the nine e- changes. They made the ease yeah, of the nine result. changes. Yeah, despite the ease of the result, Gerard was still uh, unhappy with them at full time. Wanted the uh, standards not to slip in the second period. And- Wee. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah, of course. I mean, that's Slippy-G. like. Some, uh, <laughs>
0: uh, that's,
2: that's, that's the great thing. I mean,. Uh, that was like Something out of Shakespeare That is like something Out of Hamlet Where he says This does not slip The captain The boyhood Liverpool fan Says this does not slip And lo and behold Against uh, Chelsea he slips and costs them The title Even better though was a match against Crystal Palace uh, A couple of days later The Cristian Bull, <laughs> <laughs> bull.
0: Yeah, That yes. was
1: That was a game Where uh, Liverpool Were 3-0 up Yes And uh, they needed to need to pull on the goals For the goal difference So they could get closer To Man City Man City So, uh, I put a tenner on. uh, I think I had like 80 quid in my account or something, so I put like a tenner on Liverpool to score the next goal. And then Palace scored. I was like, alright, 20 quid on Palace to score the next goal. Palace scored, oh fuck! Uh, Right, what do I do here? Um, 40 quid (laughs) on Palace to score the next goal. Just switched it. Palace to score this time, Palace to score the equaliser. I'm like, yeah! Yeah, (laughs) I would say is, not only have made my money back,
2: I've also got a bit more on top of it as well. <laughs> Rangers were probably a bit unlucky because uh, they should have had a penalty of their own. Fraser Mullen handball that looked like a definite handball. He basically turned it and the thing pet off his wrist, uh, a handball. And the penalty that John Flanagan gave away should have been a free kick because it was outside the box, but it was immaterial. We were thinking though, I, I, I don't, I've only. Seen him in the highlights and then and saw him against um, Komara. But do you mean Defoe's really? I don't know his early days, but he doesn't look that that great. I was kind of expecting to put about
1: three or four pass counts. Well, I, I didn't like the signing to begin with, and I'm very skeptical. thought it's going
2: to be any uh, good? I've nah, got. I mean, Scottish football have got a bad habit of doing that sort of signing guys who who have been been good once. Sort of signing them later on. I thought I actually thought Defoe would be good because he has been been a, a good player throughout his career. But I think you saw against uh, Livingston where they, they basically left Morelos to just playing up front himself
1: yeah. and, and they look a thing, lot
2: better I can see you man. remember when Manchester United signed Juan Verón and the idea was for him to play behind the striker and sort of you've a brilliant world class player you'll play him behind the striker but then that was the space that Paul Scholes would, would run into so when Paul Scholes would make the run there's always somebody else there Ken feels like it went with Morelos just Morelos is playing so
1: well up front of his own why would yeah, you want to and also I doubt as well whether Morelos can play with anybody I'm not entirely sure he has that in him I know he's not he's not a selfish player he links with the midfield a lot he drops deep a lot and he, he's, he'll take the ball and it's not like he it's not like he turns and then sets off He'll do the he'll do the right thing and he'll pass it to the left, pass it to the right, pass to the available man. But he still just plays to the beat of his own drum so much and makes all these runs and stuff that I'm not entirely sure he can develop that wavelength with another player. Like because when you, I think it's different to link with a different part of the team and to, to carry out that game plan than it is to link with somebody who's going to be occupying the kind of same area as you. I'm not entirely certain that Muriel's has that capability at this stage of his career. He's only still 22. And we'll all see with in the game. He's the mental side of football. is something that he probably needs to improve on. (laughs) Just a little. Right, let's move on to the championship. The top of the championship we're going to talk about today. Uh, There are three teams? Four teams battling for the This
0: is part of the debate, isn't it? But I would say perhaps after today's business, we're probably safe saying three rather than four.
1: What do you not like about Inverness's business?
0: They've not done much Okay
1: that's fine right, Whereas the see, other three have Inverness I don't think Are in good form either So Yeah We'll, we'll leave it Inverness So we'll go with Air United Sorry Inverness So Ross County Air United And Dundee United Yes Well I, I'll let you it.
2: No no We'll tell you what We'll start with Air United Because they played uh, Through the week there They were beaten They were beaten 3-2 by Inverness They were beaten <laughs> 3-2 by Inverness I I uh, you uh, poor defending, which is something that United haven't. United uh, have generally been pretty good this season, Or they've kept an, I, like a good number of clean sheets. Three 0 down in eighteen minutes. Eighteen right? minutes. I. The goal. The goals were really poor. They lost. Um, one was, uh, uh, yeah. One was. Someday it was. One was a bit. First one was a bit fortunate. It was a, like uh, Daniel Harvey got a block, and the ball rebounded to Nathan Austin. Second one was a mistake by Stevie Bell, and the third one, I. Uh, Michael Rose didn't really properly clear the header so, But generally, Air United have been pr- pretty good defensively And then at half-time, they brought on Lauren Shankland He was in the bench, and they, they rallied a wee bit But I think Ian McCall said afterwards He can't give teams uh, three, three goal-head starts Now, I had my own sort of opinions about Air United But I consulted Alistair Gemmell Of course, my, my close associate who worked on telling Pele And he helped bring uh, my own ignorance into sharp focus And, and it's interesting... Um, Probably were what, what the turning point that's been for uh, United was against Ross County, which was I think that was at the start of December. They were three one up at half time, and you think Ross County are the, the obvious favourites. All well, you we thought, part of the first one, but anyway, at the moment, Ross County the obvious favourites to to win the championship. And Sean picked them firmly. Let's just always bring that up. Aye, watching back, it's just funny you watched back that pilot. Uh, Everything we predicted is, is absolutely <laughs> wrong. Honestly, everything. Like, oh, I think I think will go and have a good season. He sacked a manager a couple of weeks
1: ago. Yeah, we i to finish the top six or at least no, you,
0: I think what you said, I think you said it on a show as well. Is they're just a striker short or top six? There you go. There you go.
1: But they never got that striker. Who knows? It might have lifted the confidence of the <laughs> entire team. <laughs> it could it be. All <laughs> Um,
2: I, I, that, that's, that was a sort of t- turning point there for for for, for 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 them, and since then, including that county match, they have. Um, let me see where, where's my notes for it here? Aye, ah, yeah, aye. Including the county match, that's one win in eight in all competitions, including a very embarrassing defeat of the Scottish Cup to Auchinleck Talbot. I mean, I, we don't want to go into too much detail of that because Sean McGuigan already did that on on last Monday's
0: show. What was their one win again?
2: Uh, Dundee against, against Dundee I knew that <laughs> <laughs>
0: Carry on Such a, a Petty Petty line <laughs> Got a sale on brand
1: <laughs> Why not two wins and ten well, Both are against United
0: yeah, without my brand I Five nil
2: and a one nil. But you thought that five nil, I mean that was that was one of the we will we'll come on and talk about what the performance of the SPL this season is uh, very short with well, that, that was sort of a magnificent performance and you think, My goodness, they have not just beaten one of the, the favourites, favourites They have absolutely eviscerated them. But since then, I mean there is there is an over reliance on Lauren Shanklin's goals. Air United have scored thirty seven championship goals. He's got nineteen of them.
1: And he's been out Recently as well Hasn't he, he came Aye, back he, came, he was on the bench And came off the bench To score in that week. I think Michael Michael Moffat Is no
2: longer as prolific As he once was Still a fabulous player But he's more of a facilitator Now uh, Craig Moore as, as Sean said Isn't Just isn't as good As a, a stand I always like the way
1: Sean says
2: Moffat Says Moffat Aye. Muffet. Michael Muffin. Get with the programme, boy <laughs> uh, Also, injuries have played a part as well. Jamie Adams has been missing since November, and he's uh, obviously like, an absolute bruiser. He's like one of the, the Bash brothers from uh, the Mighty In fact, he, like the, the two Bash brothers combined, Dean Fulton and Ryan Portman for all the uh, Mighty Ducks marks out there. <laughs> and on top of that, uh, James Forrest and Mark Kerr have been missing too. Alex uh, Forrest. Did I say James? Oh yeah. my goodness. Aye, James Forrest and, and Mark James Kerr. James Forrest
1: has been missing forever yeah (laughs) for his entire
2: yeah Alan Forrest can you edit that out no no No. he's alright Alan Forrest and Mark Kerr have been missing too Uh, and Alan Forrest up until his injury was playing very well and Mark Kerr brings that sort of that uh, what's the word it's not a diatribe it's a Metronome In the middle of the park Where he just keeps The diatribe metronome Where he just keeps The ball And keeps things Ticking over But they, they play Alloa on Saturday Which is a big game For both teams Actually But they've got their next game Isn't until the 16th And Ian McCall Has said that he's Going to use the, that sort of two week period to put them through like a mini pre-season again, and hopefully refresh them, reinvigorate them for the for the final going of, uh, of the season. I would say, however, though, United have had a fantastic season so far. They have punched so far above their weight. Oh, yeah. I yeah. expected them to be in that throng of teams like Morton, Dunfermline, sort of like probably too good to get relegated, but just outside the, uh, the playoffs. It's just a shame that when you have know, such a, tr- a blistering start to the season, for it to sort of t- t- tail away like that. You, don't, you don't
0: need to tell Craig family.
2: Or that <laughs> <laughs> He fucking done you there Didn't he <laughs>
1: That's <laughs> not the kind of heart reference I wanted <laughs> I always have to get Hearts from the Hearts Absolutely Good time it was, The uh, Hearts uh, podcast Talking I, I thought that was The easy hearts reference I've been bodied I, the, the point, point was going to make Though is I think if, At the start
2: of the season If you'd said a United will finish In the playoffs A lot of their fans Would be like No bother We'll take that So yeah. it's just a kind of If it is Through having Led the league for so long To fall away from it Um, that's disappointing but it'll be interesting to see what happens after this Alor match and that is my conclusion and thank you again to Alistair Gemmel half his half mostly his and some of it mine
1: and now we go on to um, John Maxwell yes sorry Gary (laughs) (laughs)
0: it's all me I don't know what you're talking about um well, I think one of the things says is... People Are you going to credit John first? Okay. Uh, absolutely. Thank you very much, John. Right. You um, you <laughs> you helped out a brother in need, and it was very much appreciated. So you,
2: you forgot to credit Laurie Spence, didn't you? And you're, uh, I did, on uh, but I rectified it. Aye.
1: Uh, it was very nice. I wasn't just like... Uh, change it without saying anything. No, I, I, just, I did it, but also I did, uh, This is a, a must-site for Scottish Football Fanatics. So I didn't just go uh, like... Ah, thanks very much for the help site so, here click here, whatever uh, I needed an extra touch so I thought oh. I made up for it because I did say I'll give you our credit and then I didn't do it so, <laughs> so it, it was just because no. I've got a terrible memory it was done, it was done the same the, the, the same flourish that you do
2: your uh, Nutmeg magazine <laughs> <laughs> top 40 <40's laughs> Scottish writers uh, about the beautiful game in Scotland <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry anyway, John Ross sorry. yes um, <laughs>
0: So, yes, uh, John Maxwell was uh, kind enough to give me copious notes on the fortunes guy. of Ross County, or Ross County, as some people may be calling them. They've of signed three players yes. with, yes. or no two don't players. Be calling with. That. I am, I just have. I've called <laughs> <you>. it. They'll catch <laughs> on among <laughs> about two be, people. Uh, you, you never know. I'm pretty sure you were using Dundee County the other week. I think Ross County is a yeah, better Dund- pun.
2: Dundee County's rubbish. I don't yeah. think I said
0: that. Someone did. Okay. I'm blaming you <laughs> Could be anyone um, Yes I think Ross County often have that Stereotype of oh they'll be fine You know, Uncle Roy will bring out the checkbook in January um, And that's probably more true For the other team that we're going to Come on to discuss later on mm-hmm. um, But Ross County have made a couple of signings in January, um, yeah. they've been pretty Unlucky with injuries to their backline This season but they've brought in Kenny van der Veeg. Mm-hmm. Um, He, uh, According to John he was miles off it Uh, in the very uh, in the first game sorry John (laughs) credit in you Um, Miles Offit in the first game against Queen of the South um, but once he gets back up to speed um, he'll be a decent acquisition Um, they've also just brought in Andy Boyle on loan he was on loan at Dundee in the first half of the season Um, I think he'll be perfectly adequate uh, at the top of the championship he's sort of that classic you know he can clear the ball just don't give him any time with it at mm-hmm. his feet it won't end well um, Colin Semple's the other one who was really good yes. at Queens earlier in the season yeah so they're happy with him and um, he can make a good partnership with Keith Watson beside him as well um, so it's looking like they're now going to set up with Fraser at right back Watson Semple at centre back with Boyle able to come in as and when he's needed and Van Der Weg over at left back as well um, another sign they've made which is Quite exciting is Daniel Armstrong from Earth Rovers yeah, or, uh,
2: Daniel Armstrong was fantastic. He's one of the player. Once he? He, he, he was the player that you'd watch and you'd think that uh, how on earth is he. Uh, at Wraith Rovers, far too good for for No, I'd say that's disrespect for Wraith Rovers, isn't it? It does.
1: It's, nah,
2: for, for the from season, it's, it's very fair. It. Aye, aye. He was like you watch watched him playing. Some of the goals he was scoring, mm. some of the touches he's making. And he, what the heck are you doing in in League One? So I think uh, obviously that would put him in the shop window. And obviously Ross County, a uh, team pushing for promotion to Premiership, that's a, a a good move for him. I'm keen to see how he does.
0: Mm-hmm. A, a big miss for County as well has been Ian Vigers. Um, he's missed the last eleven matches. For County and he's probably going to be out for a little while yet. Um obviously they signed Lewis Spence as well, but he's yeah, he's he is a body, that is it. <laughs> Quite literally, he is meat in the room. A package of flesh and bones and not much else. Um you know, he, he's pretty similar to Jamie Lindsay when they play together, um, but that uh, you know at least he is there uh, to fill that Ian Viger shaped hole for the time being. Um I asked John as well what which of the other two, of we're assuming it's a three horse race um, He was more concerned about uh, And his view was very much, and we we'll come on to them Dundee United um, is the one he fears most um, Partly obviously because they've got um, more options They're bringing in more players um, And as well as that, Dundee United are still um, Despite several years in the Championship As a result of being relegated at Dens They're still getting pretty big crowds to their uh, away games as well And that can make a difference, just that Sort of giant sucking sound, getting the ball <laughs> to come towards them. Um,
2: they've made some good signings, United. They're real. Oh, was right? sorry, were you finished talking about I, was, too,
0: I right? was going to neatly segue, as oh, you really. uh, as you already have. Um, I suppose Peter Paulette is the one that people are unsure of whether it's going to uh, be. He,
2: he was, uh, one real Peter Paulette was that the Aberdeen fans uh, did a Mark song about him and tried to get it to number one and it went to like number 50 or something.
1: It <laughs> was good at that point, but that was it. He was—he was only really had one spell at Aberdeen of a season, maybe not even more than that, uh, where he was good. The rest of his time, he's not really done much in his career. There's a lot of these Dundee United signings where you can pick everyone on and make a case. You'd say Callum Butcher—he was perfectly serviceable On the top flight, not not brilliant. So in the box, in the second tier, he might be good. Pollitt, same kind of thing. Cammie Smith, he was really good at Simon before, so he might be good for Dundee United. Uh, Ross Gladlaw comes from Hibbs, But there's just, there's a real feeling of just these guys are just going to get bogged down in the crapness that's been Dundee United for the think, last couple of years
0: I think the the big issue for Dundee United is that their new owner is clearly chucking the chequebook Just getting them out of the division um, And I think it's clearly a case that if they do manage to get out this season Because there's another
1: then, uh, there's a rumour as well they're trying to sign Osmond So Yeah,
0: that's, been, tonight, that's which, been sort of bobbing up and down so over been the last few weeks for
1: like the last two years
2: Who's but, here just now, Osmond So? Still at MK Dons. Right, so is so Robbie Nielsen just signing guys from his f- former team? Right, he's got of team?
1: Pollock, uh, he's got Gomez from obviously played at Hearts. Uh, I think was Nesbitt was at MK Dons. Aiden, Aiden Nesbitt and, was uh, one
2: supremely... Well, was Aiden Nesbitt as well. He was he was going to be the next bright thing at Celtic. Yes, when he was, he went on to Partick Thistle, and, yes. and Morton never really quite yeah, yeah, yeah. really materialised at them. Right? Who knows? Maybe uh, Tannadice might
0: be the best they've, place. They've also signed Ross Laidlaw on loan from Hibs. Yeah, yeah I mentioned him. Um, um, I the know that was mentioned a was Particularly good. No, um, because I saw when when he was signed, there were a lot of United fans sort of on the uh, announcement, which was not a uh, a video which we can come. Back to with Callum Butcher, um, a lot of United fans say, oh, I'm delighted we've got him, and he's got to be better. Uh, than, he's got to be better uh, than what we've had before." Uh, and I'm not That's not sure, guys. Works. I'm not That's sure. It got to be better. to Yeah. But I think United fans are um, relatively pleased with how things are going because they can see some changes coming in. Edging Galey's gone off as well. Uh, yep. Uh, Luemba has. I was going to say disappeared. Don't think he's disappeared. He's just uh, been told he can leave as well. I think um,
1: the, 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 yeah, I think they're fairly happy with some of their transfer business. But yeah. it's, I never really like a team doing whole, say, whole changes yeah. in January. I don't know how it's, often it works. It worked out for um, it's worked out for County a couple of times. But I think I, typically it's not that great an idea.
0: I think it works out better if the team has been performing really. If you're at the bottom and you're thinking we've got to change this, yeah. it's better to roll the dice then than if you're still in the midst of. A promotion battle, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, it's just thinking, a case of I, one more heave I can't like think v- of many
2: teams actually doing that. The teams that are looking upwards mm-hmm. that, that would. Want-
0: and I've got to be honest. I mean, they've. Um, I think Billy King's gone out on loan to Gillingham, um, and Fraser Aird has gone out to Queen of the South. Yeah, I um, which him. struck me as an odd one because I think is he not leading the Championship in assists, or no assists per ninety minutes, or something like part. that? Um, so it seems a little bit odd but I think United fans were a bit unsure about it Um, with um, Simon Pollitt and Callum Butcher as well I think one of the fears is that they uh, have a history of being a little bit injury prone Um, and Fraser they've already got Fraser Fivey in there as well um, and I think United fans are beginning to lose a bit of the rag with him Um, apparently subbed off um, when they were 1-0 down against Ayr the other week and uh, he took a good bit of time coming off because um, he was trying To find someone To give the captain's Iron band to That's just um,
2: Pathetic Gomis looked miles Off it as well and, and his last one He got sent off For two bookings And he only knew A bit of time to get it. So he'd obviously he'd Very well known Around Scotland but, And he can't mm-hmm. be Quite a classy player But uh, he need, needs a wee Bit of time to come. Callum Butcher, He
1: played for The United before Is yes. that right He Did he two foot Someone in the penalty box But got away with it He might have Quite done. possibly He was a bomb scorer At centre half I think they moved him In midfield And he was yeah. alright Right, right. Listen, I'm, I sound I'm, I'm like a, a radio station That's just tuning in To
2: bits and, bits and pieces You know It's just all static And then you get a, a, a snatch of a voice that's what, that's what I feel like I'm talking here Lord league expert Fucking pish <laughs> <laughs>
1: Right uh, We'll finish up By talking through The result of the weekend I don't think
2: It's just the result Of the weekend I think Result this is of the season The result of the season It is Queen's Park 7 Berwick Rangers 1 Now You cast your mind back To just over a year ago Where you Craig and uh, me and Sean did a podcast when it was Falkirk six, Dundee United one. You remember yes. that? And we watched the highlights back for that. And, and Falkirk, where I don't use this Like Falkirk were breathtaking that game. And I, I don't think that before or after in the seventeen eighteen season that was the finest performance, certainly for the the, the championship downwards. I think that the Queens Park seven one over Berries is the best team performance of the season now. Queen's Park hadn't won any of the previous eight league matches and they'd only scored four goals in that period, two of which were against Albion Rovers, who are the worst side in the SPFL for the, uh, the longest in living memory. So this you can't explain where it came from, you can't explain how it happened. So just enjoy it for what is this sort of like bizarre curate seg. Queens, some of the Queen Play Queen's part Obviously the Queen's part Did the highlights So I don't know If the highlights Are biased in their favour But it was One touch Back heels Flex touch, Passes the outside Of the foot Curtis Roberts eh, Scored two Absolute screamers The second one In particular He picks up the ball About 40 35-40 yards from goal He just hits it this hits it, and the ball the ball just absolutely sails into the net. Scott McLean eh, got two. I went to school with a guy. In fact, I went to school with twins. One called Scott McLean, one called Russell McLean. So they were both strikers. Um, it was Russell McLean, of course, plays for Peterhead. Of uh, course. Of course As you well know And on top of that so Big th- fan On top of that David Galt Also got a break. So now David Galt Is arguably The best Queen's Park player To have been brought To the club By Gus McPherson We've spoken about A lot of Gus McPherson How he raids Junior football Amateur football To bring these guys And David Galt Was arguably The pick of the bunch And he was at Queen's Park For three years And scored some Very important goals Most noticeably Against Clyde In the playoffs In 15-16 uh, The one he hit it From about 35 yards Hit the underside the barn in, I don't know if anyone's seen it, it's an absolute cracker. A very popular player who left the club to join Aloa in the summer there, but he I think he had an illness, a sort of strange illness, never really explained what happened to him, and he left the club and signed for Canvas Lang Rangers. So from Alloa to Canvas Lang Rangers, a strange move. But when Canvas Lang hit a financial difficulties back in I say back in January still is January (laughs) when (laughs) Camus Lang Rangers hit financial lift a couple of weeks ago him and a whole load of other players left the club and he's gone back to Queen's Park and I think that um, well I don't think he's going to See about a massive upturn in Queens Park. season this isn't a, a vintage Queens Park side. He's a he's a really good in the ball. adventurous, likes to you know he's a, he's got a great shot in him. Um, as 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 we mentioned, so fantastic result for Queens Park. Brilliant performance. But quite funny uh, after the match, the Berwick Rangers Twitter account just tweeted out the scoreline. It was like full time, Queens Park seven, Berwick Rangers one. Sorry. <laughs> And the reserve team Were beaten by Wraith Rovers 7-1 Through the week And they put another two Saying Yes we know we've lost Two games 7-1 No we don't need you To, us to Tell us about it So um, It's a kind of Miserable season for them They're seven points Ahead of Albion Rovers So that They've beaten Albion Rovers Twice This season So too far ahead Albion Rovers to to be a real danger 10 points behind Queen's Park so they're probably going to finish in ninth place it's probably going to be another sort of bang average miserable season for, for Beric wish he knew more about them to talk about them but judging their performances they've been scurried quite a lot yeah, but certainly not, nowhere near as that and in League 2 is probably one of the least interesting divisions because well the top's interesting you've got 3 horse race for it but then Annan look as though they've got 4th yeah. uh, place stitched up and then below <laughs> like they're done yeah I think you'll see Albion over so they'll go
1: down this season even I mean we've said that about Cow Beath you know Cow Beath had bad people <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I suppose if uh, because of the nature of the playoff if you just have some sort of revival Towards the end of the season, it's kind of funny. I always remember saying, and i said this loads of times in this podcast." You
2: can play; you need to play your way into form, so if you can't just go into the playoffs mm-hmm. and and be shy. But I actually don't think that's the case anymore. I mean, look at uh, Keaton beef that that that. that she's they were pretty mints most did of the have season. We
1: a we a wee upturn towards the end when Locke came in. Lock replaced Liam Fox. There was a there was a slight improvement. Uh, well, they, they've signed as, as well. They've, I think they would have went down under Liam Fox put it that. Way. <laughs> I know. They've signed a whole bunch of
2: new players. Um, some of the names that just uh, like your favorite: Byrne, Ben Bailey, Gregor Fotheringham, oh, Michael Harvey, <laughs> Gary Phillips is here. <laughs> Aye Albin Rose Albin Rose be done for But Beardy man Aye <laughs> <laughs> Chloricine <laughs> uh, But no To go back to the original point Absolute massive credit to Queen's Park Because watching those highlights The 10-minute highlights Was was an absolute joy They were fantastic The goals are brilliant And I think just to, to lose The goal they lost The, the one that better just Scored right at the end Was uh, was a bit of a shiter As well So it kind of takes the gloss off A wee bit But all credit to them uh, Credit to Mark Roberts And credit to the players Right Is so that as yeah I um am trying to think do we have any announcements to make No, on the fact we're on the telly <laughs> <laughs> um, live shows well, well there's one ticket available for the live show it's really fucking me off uh, <laughs> we couldn't tell spicy. we could not tell I just, because it's i have I I I still got a week I just, be, be, because it's, it's some, somebody in the when group he, chat well when he, name will name anonymous has said uh, Oh yeah, I'm gonna, my pal my pal my pal's gonna going buy we we'll fucking buy it <laughs>
1: Fucking bye <laughs> It's the end of the month It's the first tomorrow I think I want we, these need, tickets we need We need to figure out uh, If there's any guest list Seats over Because then we can release As opposed to the, Just being one No I have, it has to be sold Because man, we, we've got no, cost, we can, We've got costs That need covered No but um, we can We can sell the guest The remaining guest list seats As well That's what I'm saying Because there's only about Like There's only about mate, 12 That have been I, taken I don't, so I don't want to get into An argument with you About the logistics
2: But I because Joe wants Craig Cairns involved for the you know Craig Cairns goes to MC. Um, Joe wants him involved for, for the part there, so there's an extra tier. And and the man, I'm thinking, well, it's actually no problem. But apparently he's like, well, oh, fucking should have told me this earlier. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is an, a, a stress. I don't. You know, I'm having to take a half day on Friday, so I'm going to go to some place in Port Dundas to pick up spotlights. This people don't the, see that this is the thing that people don't see
0: this is the start of the terrorist civil war I and I do it. not want to be taking sides
2: there's nobody asking you to take sides
1: just uh, <laughs> just
0: don't just back me just, just for that. god's
2: sake just buy the fucking last ticket <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying buy the last ticket it'll be fine I can't wait. I think it'll be a I think it'll be a brilliant night it's something I've been looking yeah. forward to today and listen to <laughs> They're so. going to include a celebrity boxing match Who's, who's, who are the celebrities? Between you and Mr X Who's Mr X? Oh 10th <laughs> Oh aye Right um, Not a celebrity yet <laughs> <laughs> Who knows man if, if the terrace goes well I'll be coming to switch on Christmas lights <laughs> Near you
0: I've got to say your haircut is looking on point today
2: I've not had my haircut
0: mate Have you not? No No You just
2: mean me look a cunt in the, the podcast <laughs> Fuck's sake Can we stop it here this is,
1: this is, we've, The laughter's, laughter's gone on too long Goodbye Bye Sorry Oh we're going to the Patreon Patreon.com forward slash test podcast <laughs> Two bucks Five <laughs> Preferably
2: five Oh I buy the new uh, five tier Five five dollar system It's uh... a <laughs> Good stuff there Sorry I thought you stopped recording
0: there <laughs>